It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho Hello, gang, and welcome back to another Gangplank Report. I am miserably hungover, if you can't tell. And we are recapping episode 11 of Below Deck Sailing Yacht that they called Paging Dr. Nipples, and we have decided to call A Dish Best Served Cold. And here is Jen for your rapid recap. Ashley is relieved that Gabby is gone, but she's worried that her replacement will have more experience and she'll still be third stew. I'm kind of hoping for that too. Daisy pleads with Gary to try to not sleep with the new girl when she arrives. The new deckhand Barnaby shows up and Kelsey decides in two seconds that his Jesus hair disqualifies him from any romance with her. This is Barnaby's second super yacht. His first was 30 meters, but he's been sailing since he was 11. He is normally a water sports instructor. The guests arrive and they're instantly off-putting when they call our Glenn a little fella. You know you're in trouble when a bacon Bloody Mary with two grilled shrimp isn't the most complicated drink order. Marcos realizes that if the guest is going to complain about not enough bacon in their drinks, that it's only going to get worse. The wind is perfect for Glenn to sail, the water is glistening, dolphins are swimming alongside the ship, and the guests miss it all because they fell asleep. Ashley spent 210 minutes steaming clothes. The primaries are fighting over what time to have dinner. Dr. Nichols wants 9 and her husband Chris wants 10.30. Daisy decides to split the difference and assume 10. Dinner winds up starting at 10.45 because the guests are sleeping again. Dr. Nip Slip distracts Marcos to the point where he almost can't remember what he cooked. The crew is exhausted and the guests are ready to party and they want blankets, music, and drinks all at once. The primaries go to bed griping that they paid $60,000 and that the crew are a-holes. Look in the mirror, folks. Daisy doesn't get to bed until 3 a.m. Marcos got four hours of sleep and made a breakfast that no one is awake for. The first guest doesn't get up until almost 1.30 the next afternoon. Gary is getting frustrated with Kelsey's pace. Primary Chris wants Daisy to crush grapes so he can have his transfusion with grape juice, ginger ale, and vodka. Marcos has a gorgeous Japanese dinner planned for 10 o'clock and finds out last minute that he has to serve it at 11.15. And that's your rapid recap. Thanks, Jan. Mm-hmm. everything's fine i'm fine everything's fine <laughs> i could actually do the transfusion right now i'm on a, a land yacht currently mm-hmm. on location working and i explained to my guests last night what a transfusion is and i feel like i could absolutely use one right now <laughs> it sounded gnarly though <laughs> 
it's actually really good is it i'm not gonna lie yeah you can buy like little cans of it at total wine these Mm. days so it's actually it's not terrible and i wouldn't mind one right this moment to be honest with you (laughs) or a bloody mary with a whole bunch well i can't have shrimp i'm allergic but i would love a bloody mary right now if there was someone that was willing to serve it to me that would be fantastic would you have two stalks of bacon in it i've never heard somebody call bacon by stalks before i'm like do you mean strips dude what are you talking about (laughs) these effing people i mean to tell you i watched that show last night with my clients and Mm -hmm. it was like a mystery science theater 3000 conversation (laughs) but it was i mean to tell you like watching that these people have owned yachts before so Mm -hmm. they are familiar with the concept and when we were watching the show last night the commentary was electric first of all also the chardonnay helped with that (laughs) but and anybody that knows me knows that i hate chardonnay so the fact that i had as large a quantity of it last night as I did is superhuman of me. Do you have a mega pint? <laughs> oh my god. I like to call it Chardonnay. Okay. I don't want it. <laughs> but it happened to be what was on Strong Pour last night. So that's what we had. But yeah, I mean to tell you, watching this episode, especially with this group, was massively entertaining <laughs> because Everybody was like, do people really act like that on Charter? I was like, well, not you guys, obviously. Mm -hmm. But yes, they do. And this group, there were so many times when I found myself biting my tongue out of natural habit because Mm -hmm. you have to in these situations. And I'm not saying karma's a bitch, but karma is a bitch, isn't it? (laughs) Karma is karma. It's only a bitch if you're a bitch. Yeah, right. They're getting paid back big time. I mean to tell you that if Gabby was there, you know that there would have been a permanent bartender the entire trip because Mm -hmm. that's what they needed. Yeah. And here's the beauty of yachting and the misery of it at the same time is that every single trip you do, you have to tailor it to whatever's happening. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so being able to reposition yourself, pivot, if you will, in the moment is the most practical application of a skill set that you can possibly acquire doing this. Right. And that's what has to happen. And that's what you saw last night, although failing miserably, obviously, but karma again, yeah, was their third interior crew member last night mm-hmm. watching that show. Yeah, Nikia, our super fan from last week, she and I were tweeting back and forth to each other <laughs> and just laughing. The Schadenfreude laughs. We were very happy that they were getting paid back so quickly. Karma was instant in that case. It doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> wow. I would have felt the same as Daisy in that mm-hmm. situation, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. But speaking of new crew members, mm-hmm. Barnaby. Barnaby. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what Kelsey called him like Bonby or Barnby or something like that she was cracking me up she could not get the name I think he's adorable but I want to get that kid a hairbrush yeah I thought it was funny that the first thing she was like he's got Jesus hair so that's a no from me dog (laughs) I want to know what she wants I want to know what her yeses are because we've seen a lot of her no's she doesn't want to be around Gary because he's a smoker. She doesn't like Jesus hair. I want to know what Kelsey likes and would go for. What, what Kelsey's type is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe we'll find out at some point. But yeah, no, he seems to have a really good grasp 
on it. I mean, I know he was on smaller sailboats most of the time and did racing with his dad, and he had only done one other super yacht, but he seemed to catch on quickly. Great aptitude, willingness to work. He has a healthy fear of Daisy. When she asked him to juice the limes for the margaritas for the next day, he was just like, I'm just going to stay on her good side and hopefully she'll take care of me. So I liked him. I think he's great. I think if we're going to end up with anything, especially on the exterior team that obviously needs the help, then somebody who's willing and able and has a good attitude is the best way to get through this. Right. And we still haven't seen Scarlet yet, though we know she's coming. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that also works out interior wise. Mm-hmm. I hope for Daisy that the karma doesn't continue to kick in for her. Right. But for what it's worth, watching Ashley struggle didn't hurt my feelings. Yeah. So there's that. No, I love how specific they were about how many minutes she spent cleaning. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like you can't say three hours, you know, it was 210 minutes she had to steam clean, (laughs) which I was thrilled about to be. I was happy she got paid back a little bit. She's already getting testy at the thought of being third again, which made me laugh because I kind of feel like it's happening with the previews they showed us that Daisy was telling her that she needs to get over the hierarchy thing and get it out of her head and just do the job. And the look on Ashley's face was not a pleasant one. So we'll see how it goes. Wait, wait, Mm -hmm. ask me if I care. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. no. (laughs) Chardonnay A does not care. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh my goodness. But overall, I thought they actually handled it pretty well. Marcos was on his game. His food looked great. They seemed to be happy with his food, except for the size of the bacon. But I don't know that there's a way to please these kind of guests. You've experienced it. What do you think? No, no. There are just people that are generally going to be miserable and unhappy, and that's what we're seeing. I feel like at least once a season on this show, we see this. Right. And it always gives me PTSD from Mm -hmm. trips that I have done that go exactly the same way, where utterly nothing that you do will make these people happy. Mm -hmm. And it's too bad that it has to happen now when they're short on humans on the boat. Right. But again, karma is a beautiful thing yes i still revert back to that thought but watching these people i mean the couple of guys that open their mouths and the verbal diarrhea that comes out of it is just oh yeah traumatic yeah dino and chris were the biggest offenders and i love that dr nichols kim i'm not calling her dr nichols that kim calls her husband She doesn't call him Chris. She calls him Gordo, which with her Spanglish that she was giving us last night, if people don't know, means fat. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, if his name was Gordon, it wouldn't be quite so offensive, but she's a brat even to her husband. (laughs) Well, hold on. Sorry. I'm yawning and trying not to vomit at the same time. (laughs) I might keep that in. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) trying not to dry heave (laughs) for what it's worth watching these guests i have a mild amount of sympathy for at least they didn't go at the exterior crew and it was nice of the exterior crew like gary to jump in and help serve drinks and 
do the team effort thing. That was nice to see. I think in situations of heavy trauma like this is when we see actual crew bonding happening. Right. And not division of labor. And this is my job and this is your job. And that's the turn that we've seen in Gary this season Mm -hmm. is that he is much more willing to assist where needed as opposed to that's not my job. You guys do it kind of thing. Right. And actually he's even setting the example now for the people beneath him because Barnaby even made the comment that I can't believe you were up there serving drinks. So he's showing Barnaby, this is what you do on a super yacht. This is what you do as a team member. So it's nice to watch that transformation for Gary. I like that for him. I like the new Gary. Mm-hmm. Gare dog. Do we get to call him Gare dog? Gare dog. You can call him whatever you want. I'm not arguing <laughs> with you today. <laughs> but it has been an interesting change. I feel like Kelsey on this trip, I feel for her because I've been in her position before where something really seemingly innocuous happens, but it's still a major deal and everybody kind of gripes about it. Like she lost the pin. It fell in the water. Mm -hmm. It's a situational thing. It's obviously she didn't like take it and purposely chuck it right into the blue abyss. And it wasn't her It was her fault, but it wasn't intentional. And I think therein lies the difference with a situation like that, where you have to just be like, this is what happens. It's yachting. Sometimes things are out of your control and sometimes bad things happen. And that's what happened. I felt bad for her. Yeah, I did too. And I found myself wondering if with Gary, how he was getting a little impatient with her pace now if that was going on and they just didn't show it after Tom left, or if that's going on now because Barnaby's there to provide a contrast for him and he's liking how Barnaby hops to more than what Kelsey's doing. Has he always been frustrated with Kelsey? Because we haven't heard, we've barely seen her on screen, let alone heard any complaints about her. So that surprised me a little bit. I mean, I think you're right. I think it's situational. Mm -hmm. I think it very much has to do with the fact that, like you said, there's contrast there now. You have somebody else who's willing to pick up the slack and is doing a decent job. And so that allows us to be able to see through Gary's eyes, mostly, what the strengths and weaknesses of other people are. Right. And that happens. I mean, that's real life, too. Mm -hmm. not just below deck yachting and to be able to see that he's now recognizing where he's going to get what he needs and where he isn't sad for Kelsey but at the same time then you shift and you use people that are good at certain things and not others in certain places right that's a managerial style that has to be able to kick in at some point so that you can get what you need out of everybody right And it's not like he had much of a choice for the past two charters, because aside from Colin pitching in when he could, he had to make do. So I think it's one of those things where maybe he just had to go with whatever he had and take on the brunt of it, because we saw he was exhausted, definitely doing his fair share and more. So I'm glad that he's got a stew in there now. I'm anxious to see what Scarlett brings to the dynamic. I'm really proud of these guys that none of them held any of the guests head underwater because right. they could have. <laughs> yeah. 
I agree. It seems like we're headed in for a little more of the same with them. I did put up a poll. So if you guys want to go to Gangplank Report on Twitter, and I'll attach it to the Spotify version of the podcast as well. They allow me to do that there. But I'm curious to see what you all think. Who gets your worst guests award? If it's still Chuck and Erica or if Dr. Nip, I almost called her Dr. Nipples, Dr. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Nichols and company gets your vote. So vote and let us know who you think is worse. I'm still leaning towards Chuck and Erica because they were just foul. Cherica, yes. Oh gosh, I forgot about that already. (laughs) I purposely excised that (laughs) name from my brain. But yeah, I'm still with them because they were pretty foul. But we'll see after the tip meeting, I think is when I'll decide because that tip really sealed the deal for me with Chuck and Erica. Yeah. So we'll see if Dr. Nichols and Gordo are better tippers and see how it all plays out and how next week's episode plays out too. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you, A, for pulling it together with that Chardonnay sort of Damocles hangover. My Chardonnay hangover. Yes, exactly. And (laughs) we will catch you next week for episode 12. Take care. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.